and welcome to Ranks for Everything, episode 11. I am joined by a very special guest, a friend of mine named Stephanie. Hello, Stephanie. Hi, Brian. <laughs> I'm very excited to have you on this episode. I think we're going to have a lot of fun talking about this topic, and it's a very specialized topic. I'm not sure if it's going to be for everyone, but it's something that's near and dear to my heart. I'm pretty sure it's near and dear to yours, too. Would you like to share the topic? Trek. Star Trek. The yes. Best. Yes. Characters that aren't pop characters. <laughs> yeah, so we're doing non-main characters. These are characters who did not ever appear in the opening credits. They were guest stars. And I don't know about your list. My list are recurring characters. Are yours recurring characters? I have um, kind of, yeah. I, I tried not to because one guy, I could have made a whole list for one guy. The entire list would be him. So, and he's my, one of my favorites. So I tried not to. I tried to keep him as one. I think I know. I think I know what you're getting. I think I know who you're talking about. This character did not make my list, but we'll talk about it. So, let's start the discussion by saying first, how did you get into Star Trek? Oh God, I have no idea. I, that's that's a horrible question. It just kind of I was born to it. It just one day, <laughs> Star Trek entered my brain and I loved it. I, I don't know. I, I guess I I started watching some of the original series when I was young. But Next Gen got me in Deep Space Nine. The characterization is just phenomenal in that series that I just got pulled right in. And even Voyager, which, you know, they call, like, the next step of uh, next generation. But Voyager has some – I think Voyager's a little bit more character-driven uh, than um, the next generation. So I enjoyed Voyager a lot. They have some pretty deep characters. That I can agree with. Yeah. I don't think it's more character-driven than Deep Space Nine, but definitely better than uh, Next Generation. I think that um, – I started watching it when I was – probably about 10 or 11, my parents watched Next Generation, and I didn't start watching until about season 5 or 6, mm -hmm. but then Deep Space Nine, I watched the entire run, Voyager, most of the entire run, Enterprise, not so much. Yeah, I didn't and, get into it. I felt like the, um, the, Earth, the people of Earth were so stuck up on themselves, like, look at us, we're from Earth and we're better than you all, but you people know nothing about space, so you could sit down, sit in your corner, listen to that Vulcan. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. I remember the first two episodes, I think there was a character, was there a character, Hoshi? I don't remember. Well, there was a woman, and every episode she just kept screaming, and I'm like, why does this woman keep screaming? And that's why I stopped watching it, which is a silly reason, but she screamed no. a lot. I don't like that either. Yeah, so my list is composed of 100% Next Generation and Deep Space Nine characters. There is no one from Voyager, no one from the original series. I, I squished a Voyager, and I think you're gonna like it. You're gonna like who I got. <laughs> I'm excited. There was. How did you make up your list? Can you tell uh, us how you made it up? I talked to my Trekkie friends, and they kind of opened my mind, get me thinking of who's there. I didn't do any um, original series because it would. I just. I couldn't delve deep into their minds enough. It, I mean, I mean, I guess. Um, realistically, um, you know, Roddenberry's wife, but I didn't use her from the original series. Oh, yeah, not, she was number one, and she was Nurse Chapel. Yes, and she is the love of my life. She yes, Major Barrett Roddenberry is amazing. But, she is uh, my, my old lady crush, you know, my old lady crush. Yes, I yes. think the original series, they had a few recurring characters, but a lot of them were just like, I mean, I'm like, I know... Rand was only in like part of the series. Well, well what's her name? Um, uh, I try to forget her name. The the second doctor, not Crusher, second doctor. Pulaski. Pulaski. Uh, she was originally in the original series. She was wonderful there. And then she became horrible. Pulaski, the wannabe um, 
uh, bones. Yeah, I don't think I would even I wouldn't even put Pulaski on this list. She's recurring, mm-hmm. but she also was part of the main cast, so I don't think she qualifies. Yeah, I like I picked somebody who's became main cast, but he, he just deserves it, and I don't care what anybody says. I'm, I'm fine by that. <laughs> I just love him. <laughs> so, do you want to start? Let's start by who are some people who you wish had made your list but didn't? Give me like a couple. Okay, a uh, couple that wish. Um, honestly, um, Cisco's father. Um, I, I love him. Yeah, but you know, I, I gotta say, he's just an amazing actor. You know, uh, the character wouldn't have been the reason why I picked him. You know, I, that's why I left him off of there. So, Who else? Um, oh, you got me thinking. Hold on, let me think. Um, I wanted to try to pick a child. Um, just to have a kid, but I don't think any of them grown up. Naomi Wildman was the closest I could get because she was like, um, she was like the, the, you know, what's his name? Um, Jody LaForge to the data, you know what I mean? Trying to help uh, Seven come out of her uh, cyborg shell. She was that soft area of Seven's life. But yeah. I just wasn't feeling her as like the top 10, you know? No, me neither. She didn't, she wasn't even, I mean, she was on my like short list, but she was on like a very long part of the short list. She wasn't really like even a contender. Yeah. I have at least three characters, one of whom was on my top 10, but I actually bumped them because I forgot a character. So I will give you my three honorable mentions quickly. Uh, my first honorable mention. Oh, Don't tell other, me if they're on your list. I have other my, honorable mentions. I didn't know we were doing actual honorable mentions. Oh, no. Then tell me your honorable oh, mentions. Tell me tell, tell me. Okay, well, okay, obviously, and it has to be on your list. I'll be in shock if it's on your list. Morn. Morn. Morn is the best. <laughs> Morn did not make my list. Unfortunately, yeah. I never really, I appreciated him, but I never connected with him. He was just kind of there, and that's he the point of him. Everybody. Morn connected with everybody. <laughs> he wasn't talking. They thought he was. You could think back on the episodes and think, oh, but didn't Morn say that? No. They put the words in his mouth. It was brilliant. He said nothing. That actor wanted to talk. He did have a line originally, but they took it out. They thought that it was better that he just never spoke. I love him. He was, was kind of like Mr. Hom in the Next Generation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except Mr. Hom, I think, had one line. Yeah, that's cheating. No, more, man. He was, more he, is a good choice. He did not make my list, but I appreciate him. He was too hot for Dizia. He wouldn't go out with her. Come on. More. More dish. More was fun. <laughs> who, who, who are some other animal mentions you had? Another one is um, Lita. I love Lita um, because, well, I love her for two reasons and a personal reason as well. I love Lita. She's like that caring, sensitive, uh, accepting person. Uh, she holds on to her religion. Her withdrawn religion is very important to her, but she also is very open to um, the, the uh, lifestyle of her husband, which is wonderful. And in real life, Chase Masterson is an amazing person who runs a, um, a Be Kind um a group called the Pop Culture Coalition, where they focus on um, being kind to anybody, gender, uh, sexuality, um, body image, everything. She's just an amazing person and works really hard to make people be happy. That's awesome. Yeah. She's actually, she was actually my honorable mention too, because I forgot about her. She may have made my top 10, but I loved Lita as a character. She was one of my mm-hmm. favorites. She's very nice. People on my Facebook, you see bitch hanging out with her. She's a nice girl. I'll have to say. Who else do you got? <laughs> okay, that's my honorable. I didn't know I was doing more than two. I went with two. Okay. okay. So Le- I only had two. I had Lita. I had Loxana Troy. I love Loxana Troy. She didn't she did not make my list unfortunately because she can be annoying, but I do 
Why you love her? I love Lasana. Love, she's my woman. Love. We'll have to find out if she's on your list. But <laughs> she didn't make my list, but she was like a number twelve. And another character that I that I forgot about that well okay the character mm-hmm. I forgot about actually bumped this person off my list. This person was my number ten, but they're mm-hmm. not. So my number eleven is Kai Win because oh, yes okay I can't wait to talk. Oh my god, Brian, you're killing me. Yeah, Kai Win is amazing. She was an awesome villain, but she she made my list. But because I forgot the character who's my number ten, who you'll find out, she got bumped. But uh, what's her hope? Uh, Louise Fletcher, excellent actress. Yes. All right. So let's just let's just jump in. So Stephanie, what is your number ten favorite non main character? Number ten, Reginald Barkley. Hell yeah, Reginald. <laughs> I loved him. I loved his. Escapism disorder. I loved that he wanted to get help, but he, he wanted, but his holodeck addiction. I love that he had no confidence, but he was brilliant. He was absolutely brilliant, like Rom, very similar to Rom. Brilliant, but no confidence. Um, he is the reason a Voyager was found. I mean, he was the Pathfinder project. He is he, he's brilliant, sparkly, the best. And everybody made fun of him, and I hated that. That was why I didn't like Will Wheaton. I would have been okay with it. He's called Broccoli, and I didn't think that was very nice. No, that wasn't nice. No, but, I him. So I'm not going to say much about him because he does appear on my list, but he, <laughs> he actually appears later on. Mm-hmm. So, but excellent choice. And I'll talk about him when I get to him. So my number 10 is a character who I forgot, which is mm-hmm. pretty awful because this is a pretty important character, D Space Nine, mm-hmm. and it is Garrick. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're killing me. This is great. So I forgot Garrick, and I don't know how I could forget Garrick, and I'm I was looking at my list, and I'm like, wait a second. And I thought, I have other Cardassians on here, but where's Garrick? So Garrick, <laughs> I don't love Garrick. I like him a lot. He's a cool character. He didn't make my, he's not my number one, obviously, mm-hmm. but I appreciate his intrigue. He's a very mysterious character, and he's very integral to the whole Deep Space Nine plot line. And mm-hmm. I like his character arc over the time of the show and his different interactions with the Doctor, with mm-hmm. Ducat's daughter. I'm going to get into that, but I'm going to wait. <laughs> Yeah, so is he on your list, maybe? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to wait on that. Okay, so yeah, I, I love Garrick. So, all right, what is your number nine? Who? That, that's my Kai Wen. I love Kai Wen. She's Dolores Umbridge of Star Trek. I love her. <laughs> she is just, you want to love her. She, it's like she wants to be a good guy. She's like, she thinks that she is like, she thinks she's a good guy. She really does. She, it, she, all she wants is power, though. Like, deep inside, you know, even though she she wants, she's like, oh, the Bajoran faith. Oh, I'm here for Bajor. She's not. She's here for the power of her own. So when oh, yeah. she had the, the chance to have power with the Pirates, she quickly jumped over to that. Oh, the last, just, episode, the last season. Yeah, last season with the Pirates. I love that. Her final, her not to spoil, I mean, the show's been on yeah. the air for like 20, whatever, 30 years. I've watched 100 times. You know what? Her ending of her character, she mm-hmm. finally had some redemption. Yeah, she did. And I did like that, but I loved how she was such an important part of the last season and mm-hmm. excellent character. So I 100% am on board for choice. Excellent choice. She was so close, too, because when she was, remember when she was speaking to, when, with, when Star with the Pirates, she was speaking to Kira and she was upset. And Kira's like, it's okay, it's okay. You know, you, you're, you're telling me she's still a good person. And, and, you thought that Kai Wynn was going to be like, you're right, and I'm going to be a better person. But instead, she's like, but, but no, I, I can't step down from Kai. I still need to be powerful. Like, she didn't understand that that's what it meant to, to do the Bajoran faith. No, I know. 
the poor woman wanted to be spoken to by the prophet so bad. She was so memorable, though. She was such a memorable character. Every yeah. season, she she appeared like once a season, maybe twice. But whenever she came, her, she popped. Oh, you just were so mad at her every time. Like, oh, I hate her. Every time. But, She's like the but that's what made her so awesome. Yes, it is. Great choice. So my number nine is a Next Generation character who, now that I'm looking at my list, I'm not sure if I really should have had them on there. But I do appreciate them. They're very calming. It is Guinan. I don't think she was as developed as she could have been. I think that if she was a Deep Space Nine character, she probably would have more developed because they had a lot of mystery about her background. They didn't really fully explore it. She was in the movie, and you kind of learned a little bit about her then, but not super developed, but a nice, like, calming mm-hmm. character who was a good foil for, like, you know, Picard and Data and just nice conversations. What do you think? Is she on your list? She's not on my list, but I love her. She'll be in Discovery. She will be on the show. Not Discovery. She's going to be on Picard. So yes. I'm hoping that we do open yeah. up a little bit more about her and learning about her and Picard. Because that is something they dropped the ball on. The thing with Next Generation, they didn't tie up a lot of loose ends. Where like a lot of the other shows did. They really didn't. They left a little bit open. So And maybe because they maybe they wanted to go back to it. But I could have known more about her. Remember what Q said? Q is like, she's not what she seems. Yes, yes. Wouldn't that be cool? You better be back, too. <laughs> yeah, Q did not make my list, unfortunately. <laughs> Which is strange. But anyway, what is, who is your number eight? My love of my life, LaVonna Troy. I love <laughs> She is my woman. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you my secret. My old lady crush is her. My old man crush is <laughs> Shimmerman. I love Harmon Shimmerman. He's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my crushes right there. Um, now, Loxana, what I love is she is love. She means love. She loves children. She loves people. She is love. She's annoying at the beginning because they're trying to make that um, that Deanna and her so different, that she's trying to repel what her mother is. They're doing it on purpose. But as she gets into Deep Space Nine, you get to know her a little bit better. You realize she represents love and how she it's just beautiful. She's absolutely beautiful and wonderful. And, you know, the, her marriage to Odo is great. And he said, I mean, I, I could melt just like him. It was beautiful. I just love her. Yeah, she, yeah, she developed beautiful. over time, especially like when the episode Next Generation, where you found out about the other daughter that she had. And yeah. she became three dimensional. But she's a fun character. And whenever she's just like Kai when she pops when she's on the screen. Yeah. And love her or hate her, she's definitely like a memorable character and a big presence on the show. Yes, she is. My love. I, totally, I, named I, she, I named I have a dragon at the library. That's me, Luxana. Luxana's a bad <laughs> Did you ever have the action figure of her? No, I never had action figures. I'm not a jungle and motherfood action figures for boys. I wanted to have them. One day I'm going to show okay, you my Star Trek action them. figures. Uh, I'd love to see them. <laughs> I have like all the characters we're mentioning. <laughs> so my number eight was actually on your list as well. It is mm-hmm. Reginald Barkley. Mm-hmm. I, I loved him on Next Generation. I loved him on uh, Voyager. And he's just like a kind of like neurotic, fun character who was like not – he was pretty well-developed. And one of the few, you know, side characters who appeared throughout the series, he was in the movies as well. And I just like his – like just how relatable he is. He's not like brave like the other characters. He's just, He's a human. But he is brave. That's the thing. He's funny. He is brave. Because he, and he stood up to Starfleet in Finding Voyager. He did stand up for them. He snuck in. He broke in. And that's well, he's, not, he's not typical. He's not like a biker. 
you know, he doesn't have confidence, but he's human. I feel like he's more yeah. like more like normal people are. I always felt bad that the Dabo girl used him. How very mean. Yeah, he was he yeah, was he definitely was... he was a deep character. Yeah. All right. What is your number seven? Who is your number seven? Q. Q is okay, my great choice. Has to be Q because uh, he is the test of every um, captain. That's what I like. He he is how we kind of know the true personality of the captain. What I, I you got Picard who who, who was like um, wanted to mentally battle him, wanted to um, win. Then you got Cisco who just punched him in the face, and you learn really quickly how Cisco deals with things. And then I loved how Janeway dealt with him. She rolled her eyes. I love that. She's like, yeah, okay. And, <laughs> Seriously, I'm doing with you. I love it. He's going to be on Picard, I heard. Oh, he better be on Picard. He better be on Picard. He looks I great. Him. I saw how he looks. John Delancey looks very good for his age. He's amazing. Oh, I love him. He was, at, he was at something last year, some convention last year. I'm a fan. I definitely. I don't know why he didn't make my list. The problem is there's so many good characters. I kind of looked at a list of main characters, uh, side characters, and I kind of just jar them down. He's almost main. That's what's funny. He's so great. He's almost a main character because he has such a presence. No, I agree. So my number seven is a very auxiliary character. I don't know why. I was obsessed with her. She was on Next Generation. She yeah. appeared in two of the Star Trek movies. She is... She had one episode that kind of focused around her. Uh, let's see. If, can you guess who I'm talking about? I don't know. It is Nurse Alyssa Ogawa. Oh, wow. I always liked Alyssa because she was just like this pretty, like, you know, she was this petite little Asian woman. She's very cute. And she was always like just like Dr. Crusher's right-hand woman. She never really got much. Well, Yeah. But she was like a, she was a constant. She was she was in first contact and she was in generations. And I just like the fact that they continue with this character. They had the one episode. Do you remember the one where they focused on her kind of? I don't. That's what's funny. I don't remember it. The lower uh, decks the lower episode. Deck. Oh, low, I still have lower decks. They're great. That's great. I don't care what Yeah, Alyssa's just she's not. You don't know a huge amount. You get bits and pieces about her. You know she's married and she has a baby. But she's just like a constant on the Enterprise, and she appears in a lot of episodes of Next Generation. And I like the fact that you have a character who's in the sick bay besides Dr. Crusher. Yeah, I'm going to rewatch that. So now I'm curious because you, you always think about who are all of the nurses, and you don't really get to know them that much. And look for her in the movies because she's, she's, she's not in a lot. But yeah, she was. Um, uh, but who's the actress who plays her? Patty Yatsuki, I want to say. Been in anything else? Like anything besides Trek? No, not no. that I know of. I have to look into her more. But yeah, and they never made an action figure of her. I think all my other characters have action figures, but no, uh -huh. no, no, Alyssa Ogawa action. Actually, that's not true. One of my characters doesn't have an action figure. But anyway, okay. What is your number six? Okay, ready? This is a weird one. Okay, the only reason I chose this this actor played so many characters, but I picked one of his cheesiest characters. I don't want to pick another one from BS9. That's really all it comes down to. I picked Jeffrey Combs' um, character, Penk. Or Pen. Pen? He was the um, bad guy who kidnapped Jerry, um, well, 709 and um, Tuba uh, on the battling um, uh, planet. And they had a battle like um, in like Olympiad thing or something like that. And then they had to be saved. I had to choose him because Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey, yeah, Jeffrey Combs is amazing. Everybody. He was everybody. I mean, yeah. but most everything he was, was um, 
was in Deep Space Nine. I just couldn't bear to pick another Deep Space Nine person, but just saying that character's wonderful, I'm also saying all the other characters are wonderful. Everything he does, he's just he's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I don't know why. I feel like I forgot Wei Yoon. I love Wei Yoon, and he probably would have made my list if I actually remembered him, so I feel bad about that. But Brunt, what a jerk. Brunt is such a jerk. I love him. <laughs> Brunt is a jerk, too, but I thought he was a little bit annoying. I, I, I was more of a Wei Yoon fan if I had to choose between his two yeah, characters. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. But uh, great choice. Anything Jeffrey Combs does, like you said, is amazing. Oh, he's brilliant. brilliant. I'd love to meet him. A few people I'd want to meet. I'd love to meet him. No, me too. My number six is a character who is to consider the main villain of DS9 and a very deep, complicated character who becomes more and more cartoonish as the show goes on, and that is Gal Dukat, Mark Alemo. Fantastic. He's such a jerk. I love him. He starts off being, like, kind of nice and not awful, but as the show goes on, he becomes more and more Mm one-dimensional where he's almost, like, like he is, he's cartoonish, especially in season six, but the actor put so much passion into the character and I have to say that I admire that him for that. And he's definitely, without him, there would be no DS9. Did you, did you ever see the DS9 documentary that came out a few years back? It I saw part of it. Reactive, explains how he changed the reactive. And he wished he did act more like that. Like that's how he, he really wanted to be the character. But I think he did it perfectly. You know, because you, you wanted you wanted him to be liked. You wanted to oh, you know, Walter Cod isn't so bad. He really is. He's really a horrible person, though. You know, but you really wanted to like him. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I thought I thought he was he was an excellent villain, especially at the end of the show, the perfect like last scene of of uh, not the last scene, but one of the last scenes of DS Nine with him and Cisco battling. Excellent. Yeah. So yeah, he's one of my favorites. All right, who is your number five? Okay, this one. Let's see if you remember him. He was on Voyager. Um, he only had a few episodes. Lon Suter. Remember oh that? yes, yes, the murderer. Oh, yeah. Yes, I loved him, and I I just. Loved how he played that character. He played a character that he he really he had a, a mental disability. Really. He had an anger mental disability. He knew he had a problem. He wanted to fix the problem. He didn't know how to fix the problem. He murdered somebody. Um, I like eyes. how they, they gave it. They gave him like a good ending. They gave him a really good ending where he did save the ship and you know he had to kill like a seven uh, eleven Kazon, but uh, he he's and and he had a kind of um forced himself to go back to killing after years of, uh, of conditioning himself with Tuvok to not be that way. He had to just turn back and, and he ended his life. I thought yeah, he had a good arc, definitely. He did. He was great. No, that's a great choice. My number five is another DS9 character. In fact, my next five characters, only one of them is not a DS9 character. Why don't we just do DS9? <laughs> Probably could have. I tried. To, I have a good mix of mixed I think it's like six and four. So, my number five is another Cardassian, and it is Damar. Yes! Oh my God! Oh, you're killing me! I <laughs> I love Damar. He has almost the opposite arc of Dukat. Instead of he goes from like a character who's very one-dimensional. He's all about his duty and his loyalty to the Cardassians, but he changes in the last season and he becomes a really cool character, especially at the end. And I thought his arc was very good. Well, well, I'm just going to say that my next one would have been DeMar, too, so let me just go on. Um, yeah, okay, go, go ahead. You talk right, about DeMar now. Yeah, let me go back to my next. Um, he, he's, um, his alcohol dependency got me. I thought that was very interesting. Um, they used that as um, he had, had like, um, he was over, going over the edge. He was becoming depressed of what happens to his people. He started drinking. He, he 
uh, I don't know if he became an alcoholic, but he became dependent on it to survive every day. And then one day he threw that um, Kamar and said, that's it, that's it. I'm, I'm taking over myself, I'm taking over my mind, and I'm, I'm going to bring Cardassia back. And he sucked it up, went to Kira Norris, and he said, I, I need their help. I need you to teach me. And he, he, he did it. He did, he did what needed to be done for Cardassia. And he knew he had to die at the end because he knew he had to be a martyr. Yeah. Was but, it was, but it was such a cool way for him to go out. And his character yeah. just like, if you see DeMar from like his first appearance to his last appearance, it's like almost completely different. Well, they didn't mean to make him a main character. He was only supposed to be the little lackey. And then it, it just happened. Yeah, he was a yeah, great, great, great development, though, I have to say. that was, We're both in agreement for that. Yes. So that was <laughs> your number four, my right? my number four there. Okay, so. <laughs> so my number four is a character who could have possibly been on DS9. It would have been a completely different show if this actress had accepted the role, and that is Ro Laren. And I liked Ro Laren on Next Generation. I thought she was a very complicated character her episodes always had her kind of pop on the screen and i thought she had a great arc on the show and i really wish i wonder what i mean i love kira i wonder what ds9 would have been like if she was on instead of kira because she was supposed to be because they're very similar i know she was playing the role um the actress playing the role like Ro would play the role and um i gotta say if somebody told me if I, the world was coming to an end i had to pick one person to save me it would have been kira narice and i yeah. He was kind of taking um, what Roe was and using that in her, and, and just adding that religious side. That's why they had the religious side. Yeah, Kira is a Kira was a very very interesting character. Mm -hmm. I love Kira, and she'd be in my top ten characters of all time. But I I'm not sure how the show would have been because Roe was in Starfleet. She did leave yeah. Starfleet, so they probably would have incorporated that into the show. But yeah. I liked her next generation and. I wish she had more closure to her character. She did have a little bit of closure, but I would have liked to have seen her one more time. Maybe she'll appear on Picard. Oh, I hope so. I really hope so. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. All right, we're into our top three. Okay. And I'm excited. Who's your number three? Okay, this is a weird one. I'm, I'm just going to warn you now. I have an obsession with the Friday. I truly do. I have a strange, sick obsession with the culture and everything about them. I could do panels and meetings, discussions on them. But I'm most interested in the, fem the feminist revolution of the Frankie. I love Isha. I love his mother. I love their mother so much. You know those two actors. That's like the first actress better. I love Ishka. I love what she did, taking that, taking death, knowing that he was losing his mind, knowing that he needed help. But she took it as an opportunity to um, tweak things a little bit in favor of the females and give them a little power, get, get, get some clothes on them. Um, I, I just loved her. She, her what she did to her children, Nav, all the, it, it's all because of her, all because of her. They, they even with O'Quark is like, oh, he's true Ferengi. He's not, he, he's not, he's too nice. He, she's the reason why they were forced to learn the rules of acquisition because when the father died, she wanted them, she didn't want them to be like the father who was, uh, who was, well, noblest, let's just say that. Um, I think she's amazing. I loved Ishka. I thought she was amazing. I like her. I like the, I like Ishka a lot too. I'm not as passionate about you about her as you are, but I did like her, and she was on my short list as well. And I thought she was a cool character. I liked the episode where she got kidnapped. That was a fun. Yeah, movie. Was fun, yeah. I, I love the moment you meet her. She walks in and yells. I'm like, oh, that is perfect. That is exactly why they're the way they are. <laughs> Which one did you like, the first Ishka or the second Ishka? 
first one. I like the first one better. I thought the second one um, didn't have the power. But later, I think she caught on. The first episode of the second Ishta wasn't as good. As it went on, she, she, um, she played the character better. Because I think the problem was it was like Andrea Martin from Saturday Night Live, I think, the first one. Yeah. So she, she was like probably like, she's probably like, I'm not doing this again. And she then the like second the one's like, that's what it was. She didn't like the makeup. No, I would imagine. It's a lot. Of, the front game makeup is very intense. Yeah, I can imagine. I love them. I'm serious. It's sick. It's sick. If you ever want to do a panel on Frankie, you've got it. You've got it. I'm into it. <laughs> My... I, I'm about it. I got, I got like weird, I got weird like theories on them. I, I just adore them. We're going to be doing hopefully a book called The uh, 34th Rule for my book club. And that's where I'd love to have uh, um, a Star Trek guest at that. I'd love to, but I don't know if we'll be able to pull it off because it's a, it actually focuses on um, uh, the ja Japanese war. And I thought it was very topical right now with um, the, the Asian community and the hate and the violence to be talking about that now. No, I agree. Yeah, that's hard. <laughs> so my number three is a character who is on DS9 and Next Generation. She's not exactly the most popular character, but I always loved her. I don't know why. And that is Keiko O'Brien. Oh, I hate her. She could die. What? <laughs> she could drop dead Keiko. She's such a whiner. She's in the state home. <laughs> no, she's, I like Keiko. I think she's fun episodes and she's been, she's kind of like a little feisty and I don't know. I just enjoyed having her on. I like that she was on oh. Next Generation. I liked her on DS9. She was not really super important. She kind of got thrown to the background a lot, but I thought she had some fun episodes. And Whenever I'm nagging my friends, I say, I'm going to Keiko nag you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was, she was kind of a foil to O'Brien, but I thought that the actress who played her was very good, and she's also been very prolific in her acting career. Well, you have to agree that O'Brien would have been better with Kira. Maybe, but I don't know. Keiko is Keiko. Yeah, Keiko's Keiko, but Kira and O'Brien, they would have been awesome together. She's still under. I could agree with that. Do, do you know that they made a Keiko action figure? Oh, God. <laughs> I have it. Oh, no. There's a book. There's a book, too, about the Keiko and Warfare or something. I didn't read it. I can't imagine. We're going to talk to you about Yeah, she's not exactly super developed, but I did enjoy her. Obviously, she's not my number three. All right, who, who is your number two? I'll give you a hint. One of his quotes. The truth is usually just an excuse for lack of imagination. Garrett. Okay, okay, okay. good choice. I love him. I love his quotes. I love everything he says. He's so so deep. I love what is it? What, I, I don't know if I was like, was that his aunt or grandmother at the end? Um, that was there when they hit them? Or his nat, nat, nanny or something? I don't remember. Nanny. I love Me, Mila, I right? I, yes, I almost kicked part over him, by the way. But, wow. Uh, wow. I, I love him. I, I, she made him. She made him who he is. But I love him because he, he's a lost character. And he's just, the poor guy is stuck on a space station selling pants. Um, and he, it's, it's, it's actually pretty sad. You know, he wants to be on his planet. He wants to be with his people. And he can't be. Um, but I thought he was phenomenal. I, I know originally, if you read a little bit on him, they originally wanted the character to be gay, and they wanted him to be um, kind of interested in Bashir. But the, they were nervous about how the people would react to that. So that's why the show didn't do it. But if, I thought it would be, that would have been awesome. I bet in, if this was 2020 or 2021, well, it's 2021 now, it, they probably would have written him as such, yeah. not 
but I guess in the 1990s, it was not exactly, uh, you know, easy for them to do. Yeah, which is interesting, you know, because I don't know. I think they could have, you know, maybe. I don't know. It's kind of. I would have liked to see that because it, it was it, the way he acted with Bashir was like he had a, um, like, you know, obviously O'Brien and Bashir had their bromance, but it was a little different with Garrick because Garrick was really interested in him. Yeah, Garrick yeah. was a little ambiguous in his sexual orientation, but yeah, I he find that interesting because he was the, the, he wasn't supposed to be straight, so he did it on purpose. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, no, I, I great choice though. Mm-hmm. So my number two is a Ferengi, mm-hmm. and it's one of my favorite characters on DS9. It's someone who probably should have been a main character because they were in so many episodes. I think they were possibly more episodes than Jake. I'm not sure, though. I know who you're saying. <laughs> and it is Nog. Yes. <laughs> I love Nog. By the end, by the way, he was. So, secretly, I do have him on my list, and I didn't know to, because he's in the credits yet. He, he's in, he's, not, in the, he's <laughs> not in the opening credits, though. At the end, the last scene, the last, um, they finally give Nog his name in the opening credits of the last season, I think it was, finally. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, because we cheered. We're like, finally, Nog! He deserves it! But he was, like, very well-developed, and, you know, he started off in, you know, as typical Ferengi, and he evolved into a Starfleet officer, and his character arc was amazing, and mm-hmm. I just love the growth the character had throughout the series, and if you look at him from the first episode, he appears in when he's, like, a little, like, criminal, all the way to, like, the last episode. It, yeah. Very satisfying. I loved um, his um, PTSD, where they, they went through PTSD with him, which is amazing. There's a lot of um, lot of love for those episodes, the PTSD episode. A lot of love for those episodes. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, from the beginning, he, he just, he, like you said, he started as, you know, living the life of the Frankie, but he was the kind of person that wanted to challenge himself, wanted to do more. He wanted to be better than his father. And so... That he so he pushed himself, and as he pushed himself, he he went too far, and he scared himself. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that he was um, definitely, very, especially like you said, the last season, very deep, and his his relationship with with his stepmother was interesting. His relationship mm-hmm. with his father, of course, and also like just his relationship with Cisco. He had a lot of interest, and Jake, very interesting character development with all like yeah. different characters. Cisco was great by the end with even all the Frankie because he, he just kind of clicked where he was like, okay, you know, I'm being a little racist here. Like, they're not so bad. And he, he wanted to, to accept them and their culture and not not say, okay, we need to change these, these people. But no, it's who they are. Just accept it. Just accept it, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I love Nog. All right, who is your number one? That was my number one, Nog. Oh. <laughs> Nog. Okay. That's so, why it's funny because he, he was uh, he was in the credits, but I didn't and so I was like, going back and forth and picking him. And he really wasn't a main character until later. No, he wasn't. All right, oh, can you was. guess my number one? I can't, I'm bad at that. So my number one is in the same vein as Nog and is a DS9 character. Another character who went through a lot of character growth, mm-hmm. and that is his father Rom. Yes, Rom. Oh, I love him. Rom started off Rom. as a bumbling idiot, and he kind of still was by the end. But he was also a genius, which is what made him so fascinating. And he even says that his lack of confidence is why he, you know, was like that. 
they started the character where he wasn't like that. Though. He actually was kind of mean. Remember, he tried to push Spark out the airlock. And yeah, I think he they was, him in mind, and they decided to make him closer. He had a great storyline because he had he he won the beautiful girl, and then he had you know that he had the son and daughter. He was proud of him. He got a nice job working for the chief, and by the end, he became the Grand Nagus. So it's like yeah. he had he had a very nice character arc, and he wasn't like in every episode. He wasn't like in a lot of episodes, but he was like in maybe two or three episodes a season, but. He was always like, whenever I saw him on screen, I always loved his episodes, and he was always funny and lovable, very lovable. Especially, I loved when he was um, when they took over the station, the, the uh, Dominion, and yes. how he like became a hero. I thought that mm-hmm. he was uh, honestly my first AOL screen name was Rom, like oh. Rom. Three, I, I still have the the email. It was Rom three six eight at AOL.com, random numbers, but I named it after Rom because I loved him, and he was my favorite, and so he is my number one, and he always will be. Even though I like Nog, Rom is always my favorite. So. Yeah, Rom, Rom was almost on my list. It's true, actually, but I didn't want all the Frankie on my list. It's <laughs> okay if you do. It's okay if you do. It would have been my list. I wanted to start all of them. I love them. The problem with Star Trek is that... We could have done like a top 50. I mean, there's 50 characters who I would probably say who are likable. And mm-hmm. I could probably come up with at least another 25 or 30 off the top of my head who I would like, oh, those are great characters. Yeah. And that's the thing about Star Trek. It's just the character development on the show is, you know, worth watching it alone. Oh, especially, yeah. Especially Deep Space Nine. Yeah. The, oh, God. They, they got it right there. And we're honestly, I gotta say, Voyager, they were getting close the way Deep Space Nine was. They were getting close to Robert, Robert Ricardo. I mean, he is a phenomenal actor, the doctor. Oh my God. If not for him, I think Voyager would have struggled a little bit more. Because I, this is, we call this the work effect. Whenever it shows bad, they put work on it. So DS9 was struggling a little bit. They threw Michael Dorn on there. Michael Dorn fixed it. They didn't have the Michael Dorn to fix on Voyager. So they were lucky to have Ricardo. He was fantastic. No, they added seven, which I guess was their fix of it, but you know, yeah, Ryan was great. I, I loved did you ever see the episode where or you remember the episode where she um her her mind starts connecting to other drones and she's the Frankie, she's the Vulcan, she's the whatever. She goes from these characters so fast, you know exactly what she is. She is really phenomenal acting there. Yeah, Jerry Ryan is good. I, I even like her. I love her on Picard. I think that yeah. as she as she gets as the show goes on, she gets better. I did like Cass, unfortunately, so I was a little sad to see her go. Yeah, she went but, crazy like that though. The poor woman has some real mental disorders in LA. Oh yeah, she's having Jennifer Lee. That's a whole other, a whole other topic. <laughs> yeah, Jennifer Lee has a lot of issues. Yeah, it's very sad, you know. Very, very sad. So that but that was a lot of fun talking about that with you. Yeah. <laughs> I could just talk forever. <laughs> we could have another Star Trek episode, and I'll have you come back in the future. We could do maybe episodes, or that's going to be a harder one to do, but I we have to focus. Doing the best characters is hard because really you get stuck with picking all the captains and who's the best. That's why doing the least known is even better. Let's do the worst characters. We'll just talk about Jake. He's the worst. Oh, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I hated Jake as much as you, but I, I did like I, I like Jake a little bit. Who is who's your least? Who is your least? My least favorite main character? Well, any character, just in general. I, it's hard to say because, like, when I was a kid, I loved Deanna Troy. Mm-hmm. But now I, I watch her as an adult, and I think she's annoying. Yeah, that that's true. But, you know, that's not, that's not her fault. I was so bad for her. They, they really, 
Yeah, she, she got the uh, bland of the stick on that. Okay. Can yeah. I say Chakotay? Chakotay is very bland. Yes, Chakotay. Maybe Harry Ken. Maybe. Yes, yeah, Harry Ken was in my head too, but Chakotay was just bland. I, no interest in him. No, like, I don't know, no attachment. I, like, I could care less about Chakotay. His episodes are what we call like a family guy, the Meg episodes. Oh, God, it's a Chakotay episode. <laughs> never, never interesting. Never good. Yeah, not good, not good. You know, they wanted to make it look like they had some sort of relationship going on, so Jane Wayne him, nothing. Didn't work. You know what's funny? On on the new uh, show, Picard, they don't mention that um, Seven was with Chakotay. That's like totally, remember they were all in love and they they ended the show with them together? Yeah, but look at what happened with um, Next Generation with Worf and Deanna. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, well, uh, come on, that should never happen. They kind of do that. They, 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 a lot of TV shows do that, and Star Trek is victim to that as well, unfortunately. Yeah, well, I, I don't, I, the only thing I don't like with Jerry Ryan is I don't think they should have made her so violent coming back. Because I think the whole point of Voyager was her coming to terms with humanity and not being violent. And he is again. I, I, I think that they lost something there. Yeah, they kind of made her into an action hero, which yeah. is not against, against her character's uh, principles. Yeah. Exactly, it wasn't what she was supposed to be, and and that was that was that might have been a mistake. I agree. I agree. Well, well thank you. Driver. Come on over. Let's get some coffee. You're you're vaccinated. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to do it. Well, but thank you for so much for joining me on this episode. Of course. And we'll I'll have you back for another one, and everyone can tune in next week for another great episode of Ranks for Everything. <laughs> thank you. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you. Okay, so I'm going to stop. I'll, I'll, I'll cut this part out after we finish recording, after edit it. But that was good. I thought it was good. That was fun. The, your, your sound was a little echoey. Yeah, well, my, my computer's weird. There's not much I can do about it. That's no, okay. I think <laughs> it'll be okay. We'll, we'll have to listen to the... I mean, it, it's definitely... I was in an airlock doing it.